As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Hey, it's Wendy. And it's Jess, and you're listening to the Food Heaven Podcast, your online resource for delicious and nutritious living. Hey everyone, Wendy here, and today we're going to be talking about natural beauty and body products. This topic has become increasingly popular, and since what we use on our bodies impacts our health, I thought it would be a great idea to make this topic an episode. So we're going to be chatting with Megan Roosevelt. She's a registered dietitian and the founder of Healthy Grocery Girl. I came across Megan on the interwebs and saw that she had written a few pieces on naturalizing your beauty pantry. I absolutely love her website. She has tons of great articles and recipes and so it's such a treat to be able to chat with her about this topic today. I'm gonna go ahead and give her a call. Hey Megan! First of all, thank you so much for being down to chat with us. We love your content and always get geeked when we bring other dietitians on the show. And today we're going to be talking about natural beauty and body regimens. And I want to be the first to say that this topic is pretty new to me. Um, and I do get the general concept of like what we apply to our bodies and to our bloodstream, hence the importance of sticking with natural products. But today I want to get into the specifics. So I think we can start with you talking to us about the importance of watching out for the ingredients that we put on our body, things like lotions, makeups, and all that good stuff. Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. It's a total honor. Um, And this topic is really important to me because I've been transitioning to a natural beauty and personal care product routine for probably the last 10 years. And I say, you know, transitioning into it because it, I think it's something we're always working on, um, or I'm always working on. You're always trying different products, seeing what works for you. I didn't just make a change overnight and get rid of everything. Um, I slowly, I think the first thing I switched to was like finding a natural deodorant and then slowly adding on from there and making the swap. So I think anyone that's interested in using more natural products. Um, You don't have to change everything overnight. You can slowly make changes (laughs) over time. And I think that helps people feel a little bit more confident um, to give it a go. But, um, you know, why this is important is really because our skin is our largest organ. And what we put on our skin, the ingredients or the chemicals, they can be absorbed into our bloodstream. And really everything we consume um, or that we use is either helping or hindering our health. And really it's the chronic exposure or the daily use of certain products that may result in negative side effects. Um, I know for myself personally, switching to natural products helped clear up my skin. Even now, if I um, use something or temporarily try and use something and it has fragrance in it, I will break out like the next day. So um, what we use definitely um, can affect our health. And so a lot of people don't know that. And I think that's, you know, that's really eye-opening for a lot of people. Yeah. And 
I mean, as a dietitian, I'm sure you know that the word natural is super vague in the food world. <laughs> so when it comes to makeup, is there, you know, any regulation on what's considered natural? Because I know the, the term natural makeup is thrown around a lot or natural beauty products. So what exactly does that mean? What's considered natural? You're right. Um, there really is no regulation for the term natural, whether it's food or products. So natural really can vary by the brand. One thing that I like is brands that are passionate about clean products is that they typically will share on their website or on their packaging the ingredients that they avoid. They'll usually say things like, we are vegan and cruelty-free or paraben, sulfate, fragrance, toxin-free. And when I see brands who are really vocal about what they avoid, that immediately helps me know that this is a brand who gets it. They're doing, you know, they're trying, they're doing a really good job at trying to be clean. But I have tried so many different natural products and they really range in how natural they are. Some are so natural that, you know, the only ingredients are things that you really recognize, um, like olive oil or aloe vera gel um, or coconut oil. And then sometimes there's natural products who the ingredient list still sounds a little bit like science class, but they do say they don't have any parabens or phthalates or fragrance or things like that. Um, so really, it just varies. Um, and I think that can be frustrating that there's no kind of... Um, rule for what is natural and what isn't. But I guess the short answer is that natural products, they typically contain ideally real natural ingredients and they are void of chemicals or toxins such as parabens, phthalates, fragrance, and the list really goes on from there. Right. Yeah. I think you made a really good point with building that trust with the brand because I know definitely from personal experience, when I trust in a brand based on kind of like their stance when it comes to health and ingredients that they're using in their products, I don't second guess things as much. So I think it is really important to go for these brands where this topic is is actually important to them versus them just trying to push out beauty products because it's like a marketable thing right now. What are some, I know you mentioned parabens, so what are some key ingredients that people should avoid when choosing makeup or like the major ingredients to avoid in body care products? There's really so many and I think it can be overwhelming. Um, the couple that are the top few that I look for, one is parabens, um, very common in makeup and personal products. They they act as a preservative, um, but they're known they're a known endocrine disruptor. Basically, they can contribute to hormone imbalance, and uh, we know as dietitians and everyone in general needs to have proper hor hormone balance for optimal health. But especially as women, it's not only important for you know our reproductive health, but for our metabolism and just for all of our body systems to function optimally. Um, so that's one parabens. Um, I would say the actual number one is fragrance or perfume. Um, it's kind of spelled like parfume. If I see a product and it has fragrance or perfume, I don't even buy it. Um, there's actually like no rule or no one is actually required to disclose the chemicals that make up the term fragrance. So we don't even know what fragrance is when it's sometimes listed in our products. And apparently fragrance is also one of the top five allergens in the world. And I can attest to that myself. If I use products with fragrance, whether it's makeup or lotion, or if it's in like um, shampoo or conditioner, my body will break out within the next day. Um, and it's also a known 
endocrine disruptor. So that to me, it, instead of getting, getting overwhelmed and having to memorize all these things to avoid, sometimes it's helpful to just pick a few that are really important to you that you kind of like for me, I notice fragrance affects me immediately. And then if I just see a product with that in there, I'm, I just don't even, I don't even buy it. And then some others that could be, you know, helpful to avoid uh, phthalates, lead, um, sodium laureth sulfate. There's just a ton. Um, but hopefully that gives you kind of a couple ideas. Yeah. I mean, now that you said that, I actually pulled up my lotion and it says fragrance, but then in parentheses, it says essential oil blend. So I'm assuming that's like a safe fragrance, right? Since it details like what exactly the fragrance is. Yeah, sometimes I have some products that say fragrance, but they also say um, essential oils. And to me, essential oils, they are like a natural fragrance. Um, so if it says that, then that's fine. But if sometimes even if it just says natural fragrance, but it doesn't tell you specifically essential oils, if it just says natural fragrance, I sometimes still don't buy it because, again, then there's no regulation to disclose, well, what is exactly natural fragrance to you? So, if, But if they say it is essential oils, I love essential oils. And if it's just a lavender essential oil, then that's totally fine. Well, the reassuring thing is, I guess, <laughs> when I do pick my beauty and body products, I follow the same rules that I do in selecting foods. And what we typically recommend is looking at the ingredients label, going things for the most part that you can like recognize and some what pronounce. Um, but I will say that the culprits in my pantry are the MAC products <laughs> right now, and I'm trying to clean them out. But I have been like naturalizing things up a little bit. Um, and I've been looking out for, for good swaps. Um, so let's say listeners want to make changes at home that are like super practical and aren't going to take, you know, tons of restructuring of their beauty regimen. What are some things that they can do? Well, the first is just to look for natural organic makeup and personal care products. And like I did, just pick one thing that you feel like I really want to change this and just keep, you know, trying some different products. So there's so many great, you know, natural beauty bloggers that maybe will give you their opinion to help you maybe not waste money on trying a bunch of stuff, but you can see people's different reviews. Um, and just maybe pick one thing and get started with that. Um, the next is there's so many great items already in our home and pantry that can be use multi-purpose for beauty. My favorite is coconut oil. Um, it's a great makeup remover. It's a great lotion. I sometimes run it through my hair to kind of get rid of any frizz. So, and that is just one ingredient, coconut oil, and it has multiple uses. And when I started using coconut oil, it, it saves money too, because you don't have to buy a makeup remover. You don't have to buy a separate lotion. Um, and it can just be one product you can use in multiple ways. Um, so that's another thing. And then I think another idea is just to use less product. I think when I was not using natural products, I used more like you, I used to wear a lot more makeup, always do my hair. And since transitioning into natural beauty products, um, I don't know what makes the shift, but I've just been, it's been helping me embrace kind of like my natural beauty even more and just wearing less makeup having days where I wear sometimes no makeup and just let my hair air dry. And it doesn't mean that you have to like stop doing your hair or wear makeup altogether, but, um, but just 
wearing less and using less will help um, as well, especially if you're not ready to do like a complete total natural overhaul and you still have some products in um, your routine that maybe aren't so natural, the first thing you can do is just start using less. Don't use that product every single day. Um, for me, I always struggle with like eyeshadow and eyeliner. Um, I'm not like a makeup artist. And for some reason, I know you're supposed to put... Um, kind of like a primer first and do all these things. And to me, that was just like, I will do that if I'm shooting a video or going on TV, but for every day, I don't have time for that. So I just stopped wearing eyeshadow and eyeliner in my like everyday life. And it saves money and it's it's kind of nice. So using less product, I think, is kind of like an aha thing um, to help you transition into kind of a no more natural routine overall. So I was wondering if you could share your beauty regimen. Your skin is pretty flawless. What do you typically do on your day-to-day? -day? Sure. Well, for full disclosure, my skin is not flawless. Um, I think the internet world can make everyone's life seem more perfect than it is. So a good reminder, we are all human. I still get breakouts, especially around that time of the month. I wish I was immune to any breakout ever, but um, it's still it's still going to happen. So <laughs> that's something I just have to, I think we all embrace. Adult acne is no fun. Um, and I do, we all have seasons where our skin's better, but um, I still break out occasionally. Um, but my routine is um, in the morning, it's super simple. I just usually like wash my face with water and I use like a good natural um, moisturizer. One of my favorite brands is um, Urban Organics. They're a great small company and I love supporting like small companies too. Um, and then an uh, SPF. I live in Southern California, so it's good to, I mean, it's good no matter where you live to use SPF, but we definitely have, you know, lots of sun. So that's in the morning. And then if we're shooting videos, uh, if I have a TV segment, I will do more hair and makeup, but, um, I work for myself. So a lot of times I'm just editing photos, writing, doing blog posts, and I don't need to have hair and makeup done for that. I usually just let my hair air dry and sometimes go without makeup. Um, and then in the evening, um, I have a pretty standard like routine. I've shared a couple like here's my beauty routine videos on our YouTube channel. And I try to do them like every year, every two years, an update. But usually the update is like, here's one product I've changed over the past two years. Um, but in the evening, I usually, whether I wear makeup or not, I use like a cleansing towelette. Um, I like the brand Acure. I... I don't, I don't tell me if this happens to you. Like cleansers, when you like a cleanser gel or something that you put in your hand and then you have to use water to wash it away. I get water everywhere. I don't know the secret to keeping the water in the bowl. Maybe I'm just too dramatic and it, it gets all over the countertop. But I feel like uh, the cleansing towelettes avoid getting water everywhere. If I do use like a gel cleanser or, you know, like the kind you squirt into your hand, I just do it in the shower. Um, so yeah, I use a cleansing towelette. I will then use like a toner or like a witch hazel. The Thayer's brand, uh, is a really good one I like. Uh, but there's so many, you know, good natural options. These are just a couple that I like. Um, and then I'll use moisturizer again. And, um, and then once or twice a week I exfoliate. I'm still trying to find a really good natural exfoliator that I like. Um, sometimes I'll just add a little bit of like organic sugar into like, um, 
with just some hot water and I'll just use that. Like natural sugar is a good exfoliator. Um, and then about once or twice a week, I'll also use like a good clay face mask to like pull out impurities. And if it is around that time of month where I always know I'm always going to get a pimple or two, I will sometimes do face masks like three times a week or four times a week, especially sometimes I'll just kind of spot treatment. I'll just do a facial mask right in areas that I need it. And then um, that's basically my routine. And then for the rest of my body, usually just coconut oil or lotion and SPF. Um, so maybe that was kind of long. It sounds like a lot, but it's really pretty simple. I have like a handful of the same products I've used for years and, um, it's just try to keep it as simple as possible. It's normal too sometimes like certain products that may work for you in your 20s maybe don't work as well for you in your 30s or your skin just changes over time. Our skin changes because our hormones change as a woman like as we age. Yeah, that's a great point because definitely once I hit my 30s, um, my pores just started getting bigger and I've also been doing the clay masks um, now as well and they've worked wonders. So I totally agree. When I was like in my 20s, it was something that I never had to think about. And yeah, I've definitely been more on top of it now. As a dietitian, I was wondering if there's, you know, any like nutrition tips for healthy skin or are there any supplement combinations that you recommend for healthy skin? The first is hydration. I think that's easily overlooked, but it's like the number one most important thing for just our health in general, but it's such a good beauty. It's not even really a secret, but I'll just call it like a beauty secret. Stay hydrated. Um, if we're dehydrated, um, our skin is just going to become dry and flaky and look shriveled. And I know, I know that for a fact, if I am not as hydrated, you know, we've just been busy, go, 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 or you've been outside a lot. Like I notice, my skin is not as like glowy, but if I stay really hydrated, I'm like, Ooh, my skin's looking a lot better. So just drink a lot of water, filtered water, herbal teas, um, the next is, you know, consuming enough, you know, quote unquote, healthy fats like monounsaturated omega-3 fats. Fat is so important for hormone health. I'm a big advocate for hormone health because it, it affects everything. Um, but it's all omega-3s are also really good anti-inflammatory properties. Um, avocado, coconut, olives, nuts such as walnuts or almonds. Um, I also love pumpkin seeds, flax seeds, chia seeds, hemp seeds. But um, a lot of people when they want to eat healthy are sometimes fearful of eating fat. And it's like the opposite. If you want to help, you know, regulate your weight and be healthy, make sure you're consuming a lot of those good monounsaturated omega-3s for your health, but it's also good for your skin. And then I guess the next one is um, vitamin C. Um, vitamin C is an antioxidant, has anti-inflammatory properties, but it also supports collagen production. And collagen is really important for skin and hair health. So uh, some good plant-based sources of vitamin C are things like uh, bell peppers, broccoli, sweet potatoes, and of course, you know, all the citrus fruits. So hydration, healthy fats, vitamin C every day. And those are a few things you can do for good skin health. Are there any favorite DIY recipes that you include into your regimen? Well, is co does coconut oil count as a DIY? It's our, it's already there, so you're not really doing it yourself. <laughs> you're buying it yourself. Um, coconut oil is, you know, go to. Um, like you said, I do like a DIY sugar scrub with organic sugar, and sometimes I'll add in some fresh lemon juice or essential oils such as lavender and eucalyptus. Um, 
And I've tried lots of different, you know, DIY beauty things, but I don't use a lot of products. And so I don't, I, I've tried different things just to see what I think about them, but um, I don't have a lot of like, I don't create a lot of products or like buy a lot of products. I keep it pretty simple, but I think the two DIY ones that I use the most is the, you know, kind of do it yourself, sugar scrub, and then coconut oil. Sounds great. If people want to learn a little bit more about natural beauty and body care, can you share some of your favorite resources? Yeah, I think the first and probably like the only that it really comes to mind is the Environmental Working Group. It's a great website. They also have like a database where you can put in products and they will tell you like on a scale how clean and natural they are to how not so clean and natural they are. Um, and it'll tell you products in there that it contains. So sometimes if I'm ever curious, I'm like, I don't, this company, I'm not sure if it is really like natural or clean. I'm kind of confused. I'll like look them up in their database and it kind of helps me be like, oh, it contains this, this, and this. Um, so that's probably like the number one, the environmental working group website that I go to, to learn and also just use their database. Yeah, I love their website. And we'll make sure that we link it um, as part of the episode so you all can check it out. Um, great, Megan, thank you so much for chatting with us. We really, really appreciate you sharing all this great information. Where can listeners learn more about you and all the great work you're doing? So our website is healthygrocerygirl.com. Um, our YouTube channel is is a healthy grocery girl, youtube.com slash healthy grocery girl. We post videos every single Thursday, uh, recipe, natural beauty, uh, wellness videos. Um, so make sure to come on over to our YouTube channel and subscribe and say hello. And then um, Instagram um, at healthy grocery girl as well. So if you just look up healthy grocery girl, you will find us. Awesome. Thank you so much, Megan. Thank you for having me. All right, y'all, there you have it. If there's any favorite natural beauty and body product brands that you use, make sure you let us know in the comment section or shoot us a tweet at Food Heaven Show. And if you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes and Stitcher. This way more people can find us. And yes, it absolutely does help. All right, we'll catch you next time. Bye.